cannot leave the agreement until Say U.S. is officially out of the Paris. Wednesday marks a year to the day the U.S. said it wanted out. Whoa. Tropical depression Ada, which continues its route to the U.S., is still a threat in Central America. The system continues to cause heavy flooding. Honduras, Guatemala, and Belize could see nearly 30 inches of rain. Other nearby countries could see 20 inches or more. Ada made landfall Tuesday on the Nicaraguan coast as a Category 4 hurricane. In New Zealand, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said her country will work with whomever the U.S. elects as president. Speaking to the media today, Ardern mentioned that New Zealand also expects every other country to work with whomever New Zealanders elect as prime minister. She highlighted the importance of letting every vote be counted and letting people have their say. And we certainly expect no less from her. She's certainly taken leadership in this global pandemic. Uh, and many other world leaders also saying the same thing. They are willing to work with whoever... Uh, is elected as U.S. president. The concern, of course, is that uh, the past administration, the previous administration, uh, is certainly not interested in working with certain countries in leadership, uh, given the platform of America First, uh, and withdrawing from uh, important accords like the Paris Climate Accord. You know, I am so concerned about us having withdrawn from the Paris Climate Accord, because I, I'm so concerned about those countries who don't have the resources that our country has. And, and it, it's, I think it, it, this all reflects our current leadership's position on climate change and, and whether or not he supports or not. But I remember when, when we first got involved with that, and it was such, you know, what you saw was a world that was very united. And I think at that point, Laverne, we were considered one of the top world leaders. The perception about us at this point is so uneven. You know, there are some people, some countries that feel like we still have, you know, we still have a lot of, you know, at least wherewithal, but we don't have the standing that we once had. And I don't think this, making this decision helps that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Perhaps he will, you know, if he should retain the presidency, perhaps he will relook at this. If, if Vice President Biden becomes uh, president, my suspicion is that we will probably rejoin this effort. You know, because this is a big deal for the world, you know, in terms of, you know, how we manage our, you know, just cl climate change, because we've seen incredible things happen in this year, 2020, notwithstanding the pandemic, just the climate issues that have come up. So, you know, we, we've got a lot to look forward to, a lot, I think a lot rides on this this particular election. And, and um, you know, we're still going to be following this story for certainly for the next couple of days. And We'll see what happens moving forward. Yeah, Joe Biden has already said that on day one, if he is elected as president, he will certainly be rejoining the Paris Accord. He's made that very clear. He said that would be in 77 days uh, that he would rejoin uh, to make sure that the United States retains its role. Uh, we know that, of course, many countries still uh, at odds with the United States, but still uh, we are the world leaders. And that, of course, is the difficulty when it comes to uh, many of these policies that involve so many countries, 189 countries in that accord, uh, and with the U.S. not a part of it, uh, that takes a large uh, portion of resources and other factors out of it. But the United States still the world leader. The question is, what direction will we take? Will we uh, end up uh, dealing more with China because China and Russia are trying to now take over uh, the world leadership role. So America still does have it, but depending on what happens with the outcome of this U.S. election depends on what will happen moving forward. But still to come, record-breaking. We'll find out what music feat rap superstar Drake achieved when ladies first returned. Stick with us. What kind of world do you want to live in? I want people to wear what they want. I want to bring pride back to our communities. I want us to be free to talk about mental health. I want humanity to reconnect with nature. I want sustainable to be the solution, not the alternative. Make the world you want. You've got the power, we've got the tools. And now, take your online presence to the next level with the new GoDaddy website plus marketing.
attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need if you have been? Previously by Aretha Franklin and Stevie Wonder. His hit single Laugh Now, Cry Later reached number one on Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Songs chart, making his 21st song to do so. Wonder and Franklin's record was tied at 20 songs. Some of Drake's other number one hits include God's Plan, In My Feelings, and Hotline Bling. And I think everybody knows that I love me some Drake and he can do no wrong in my eyes. And I listen to that song, The Laugh Now, Cry Later, all the time. I love the video. Um, and he certainly is showing that he is not slowing down anytime soon. And Laverne, he's still single. So you want to keep that in mind. You never know. And not only that, he is he is such a solid business person like so many of these these young talented singers. Yeah, I was looking at his his overall worth, $150 million and growing. You know, he's got clotheslines, he's got so many things that he's doing. And, you know, I think for a lot of, you know, a lot of young women out there, you wonder who he eventually is gonna land with. He's, cause he's been tied to so many superstars. And so we know he's one of your favorites. And so you never know, you ain't that chance happens. You may want to connect with him, Laverne.
Christmas, relief, all of it means success for Mariah for this year, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about that. Well, coming up, take to the skies as we get closer to the holiday season. We're gonna discuss some tips you need to know if you plan on traveling with Ladies First Continues. Face coverings are hot and make it hard to breathe and a mask. Saying the best part of 2020, my Sapphire Majesty. Mm. But then if you check out Safari's Twitter, there's a bunch of references. To but with this pandemic, flying may look a lot different this year. Well, Mandy Gaither has more on what to expect in today's Consumer Watch. It's an industry still reeling from the pandemic. It has been devastating. But this holiday season, airlines are hoping more travelers take to the skies. U.S. airlines, since the onset of this pandemic, have absolutely prioritized the safety and health of all passengers and their crew members. They're leaning into science to make decisions. The industry group Airlines for America hoping to ease travelers' minds when it comes to safety. In addition to rigorous cleaning of aircraft, the organization says during check-in, passengers can expect to be asked simple health questions like, have you been exposed to COVID-19? And they recommend you get to the airport early. You may think, not as many people are traveling. I can get to the airport at the last minute. And I would caution you the other way. Go ahead and allow extra time. And plan ahead, especially when it comes to food. Not all vendors are open at all of the airports. So you may want to grab a snack and an empty water bottle, and then you can fill up the water bottle on the other side of TSA. For today's Consumer Watch, I'm Andy Gaither. You know, it's interesting, Laverne. I did see a an article um, earlier this morning that said that there will be more people traveling. And what's happening is that they are, are uh, making reservations for Thanksgiving. So I think she is tremendously right about being prepared and that and that we need to be very cognizant of, of health you know, and safety measures, you know, wearing our mask and, and social distancing. But I think the idea of bringing your own food. But the other part I think that she didn't really talk about is what happens once you get to your destination? The nation because in so many communities they have different responses to how you, you should make your decisions depending upon where you're landing because some places say well you know what if you're coming from this part we want you to quarantine and others will say well no you don't have to worry about that and where's the bubble you're going to be going to who are the people you're going to be spending time with so I think traveling is going to require a great deal of preparation, not just in, not only in going into the airports, and because of, from what they're saying, you know, being inside of a plane is one of the safest places you can be at this point. But I still think traveling, for most of us, we're going to be a little bit more tentative. But again, what they were saying is that the reservations are really, really high for traveling during this coming Thanksgiving. So I think that's interesting. I think people are beginning to have a little bit more confidence in traveling. What do you, what, what's your sense? Because you're the traveler. Well, I am not um, terribly excited about getting on a plane right now, I have to admit. Uh, they are trying to make the case that the air quality in the, in the plane is good enough that it will not, you will not get sick from it. But there's still no proven study on that. They, they still can't say that definitively. So I'm still nervous about that. It also just depends on if you're sitting in a plane. There's a big difference if you're in a plane with a full passenger list uh, compared to a plane that's half full. And it depends on where you're going. If you're flying from New York to, uh, let's say, Los Angeles, LAX to LaGuardia, that's a very different type of travel than, you know, Wyoming to, you know, somewhere else uh, in, in Texas. So it really <laughs> depends on where you're going. And yeah, it just depends on where you're going. And if you're flying internationally, which we know the Americans still can't get into certain countries. I mean, the border's still closed uh, to Canada right now. So if you're flying internationally, yeah, you have to quarantine for two weeks if you're going to England. Uh, if you're going somewhere else, if you're flying uh, within the country, you don't have to quarantine because there's no regulations here. So you, you still have to 
figure out all these things, you really have to think of what's best for you. Is it worth the risk? That's the, that's what you have to look at. Are you willing to travel and know that you could get sick or you could get somebody, it's one of your friends or family sick? And that's what every person has to figure out individually. Uh, it's tough because we all want to spend time with our family, but at the end of the day, we are still in a global pandemic. And the World Health Organization, if you look at what their recommendations are, they are still saying that you have to be cautious uh, and they don't recommend a lot of traveling. I think the term is super cautious. I think every list that there is, you must, you're right about one thing. You need to know your risk and you need to know your circumstances before you get ready to travel. For sure. Well, still to come, providing some relief. Find out what were some of the top searches on election night. That and more when Ladies First returns. Stay with us. All right, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. I am... Um up in the wee wee hours because I had to go to a class and uh, so I got up early and had to drive and in town and uh, it really showed me what I need to be prepared for to return back physically to work. So I just came in, I had stopped and got me some um, chicken strips and ate while I was driving so when I got home I had to go run and get some medicine for my grandbaby um, and then I came back home and I went to sleep <laughs> so I'm up and it's like uh, what, I didn't even set my cloud back but it's what like 1 what is it 120 a.m. in the morning so I want to um, just say hi, good morning. I see they have some some um, news on um, blacknewsnetwork.com. You can go and check it out. And I like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I turned it on because I didn't realize they had this big United Nations um, union. And they say U.S. is officially out. And I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. What's going on here? All the top leaders, man, came together and they uh, they officially said they was out of Paris. So I don't know what that was about, but um, the young lady, as you heard on a previous episode, that the administration now didn't want to participate, uh, rejected it. And, uh, and I was like, whoa, pertaining to climate change. He didn't even believe in climate change. He said it's all propaganda. He said, but we, but we all can see it's some, something changing. <laughs> the Antarctic, the ice is melting to the point where the the polar bears are coming extinct. Come on now, I mean, whoa, you you can't tell it's climate change, you know. So it is what it is. I'm gonna come back and and uh, chat with you guys a little later. I just wanted to say hi, good morning. I'm trying to. Post um, all these episodes I I didn't hit and I thought I posted but it didn't so I'm, I'm gonna try to clean up my my boom factor back office in about an hour okay I'm gonna highlight you guys later. For legal legal votes we want every legal vote counted and I want every legal vote counted we want openness and transparency. Man, you are so loser. No mystery ballots. Wow. No being cast after election day. You have election day, and the laws are very strong on that. You have an election day, and they don't want votes cast after election day, and they want the process to be an honest one. It's so important. We want an honest election, and we want an honest count, and we want honest people working back there because it's a very important Like you so honest. So that's the way... This country is going to win. That's the way the United States will win. And we think we will win the election very easily. We think there's going to be a lot of litigation because we have so much evidence, so much proof, and it's going to end What up proof you have that they're cheating? The highest court in the land. We'll see. But we think there'll be a lot of litigation because we can't have an election stolen by, by, like this. And I, I tell you, I would... I have been talking about this for many months with all of you. Because you stirred up confusion. That mail-in ballots are going to end up being a disaster. Small no, it's not. It's the pandemic. Easy to handle oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, this is a large-scale version, and it's getting worse and worse. No, it's not. 
stories that are horror stories, absolute horror stories. He's lying. And we can't let that happen to the United States. No, you don't want to leave. Republican, Democrat, Joe, myself. We can't let that happen to our country. We can't be disgraced by having something like this happen. So it will be... You are the disgrace. Maybe soon, I hope soon. But it'll probably go through a process, a legal process. Oh, Lord have mercy. As you know, I've claimed certain states, and uh, he's claiming states, and we can both claim the states, but ultimately I have a feeling judges are going to have to rule. But there's been a lot of shenanigans, and we can't uh, stand yes, for that in our country. Yes, Thank indeed. Thank you very much. Wow. You just, you just don't want to leave, bro. You got to go. You just mad because you're losing. Ain't nobody cheating. All right, so President wow. Trump a, a bizarre news conference at the White House where he is uh, crying foul as uh, <laughs> votes are being counted in uh, some key swing it. states, uh, saying that uh, the lawyers are going to get a hold of it and may go all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, but, Laverne, there really has not been any uh, evidence to show that there has been shenanigans involved in uh, the counting he process in the states that are still outstanding. That's right, Fred. In fact, on the contrary, this election process has been quite transparent. We know that there have been cameras yes. uh, pointed at yes. election workers in several states. Yes. We know that Republicans and Democrats have representatives there overseeing the vote yes. counts in several polling stations. So what the president is saying today seems to contradict uh, what we're seeing and hearing on the ground uh, during this process. We know that the election took place on Tuesday. The ballots have not all been counted. That is not unusual in an election. What's unusual is that we haven't got to a final number of 270. So we heard from Joe Biden earlier today saying he felt confident, but he wanted all votes to be counted. Now we're hearing from President Trump saying that he is concerned there could be some sort of fraud going on, but there is certainly no evidence of that. Meanwhile, Fred, officials in Pennsylvania are hoping all the votes in that state will be counted by the end of today. This is protesters push for every vote to be counted. BNC's Drake Clark joins us now live from Philadelphia with the very latest. Drake? Hey, Laverne and Fred, just to piggyback for a moment off of what you guys are talking about and that news conference with the president that just wrapped up a moment ago, uh, the president and his team on the ground here, they've been very consistent in alleging voter fraud and funny business going on with the count here in Philadelphia. And in fact, at one point in time uh, during that news conference, you heard the president uh, mention Philadelphia directly. I'm just going to sort of give you a cliff notes version of what he said. He actually attacked Philadelphia, uh, calling it one of the most corrupt political cities in the country, along with Detroit. Uh, he's basically attacking the integrity of the election, and election officials here say what he's claiming is simply not true. Now, about an hour or so ago, the Pennsylvania Secretary of State held a news conference to give us an update on where the vote count stands, and right now, or as of then, Donald Trump was leading uh, Joe Biden by about uh, 90 or so thousand votes, but that lead is shrinking uh, by the hour here. And there are roughly statewide some 325,000 ballots that still need to be counted. Uh, meanwhile, as those ballots are being counted at places like the convention center here behind me, there are growing demonstrations outside on the streets. <laughs> In a city known for its soulful sound and great singers, this Philadelphia street became a staging area not for entertainers, but demonstrators who were loud, lively, and looking to get their point across. I feel like a million dollars because we're getting rid of Trump. In four years, he did more than Biden, Bush, Clinton, and all the other presidents. No, Outside the Pennsylvania Convention Center, it was a peaceful but very vocal standoff. On one side, Trump supporters who believe Pennsylvania election officials in Philadelphia are trying to steal the election from the president. On the other side, demonstrators demanding every vote be counted no matter how long it takes and dismissing any claims of voter fraud from the Trump campaign. Inside the convention center, workers are still counting ballots. Meanwhile, the Trump campaign won a court ruling today after a Pennsylvania appellate court granted campaign workers permission to observe the vote count at the convention center after the campaign complained and filed a lawsuit alleging the counting 
is corrupt. I guarantee you, they were they were counting ballots and they were and they were uh, counting ballots that appeared after the election with no stamp. Because I want a president that will work for everybody. Trump got to go. Election officials here in Pennsylvania are confident they can get the count done by night in, and we could finally know who will win the state's 20 electoral college votes. Wow. Now, talking more about those demonstrations and rallies, they're still happening about three blocks from where we're standing here outside the convention center, essentially on the other side of the convention center from where we're standing. The other point is, the really big concern is that when President Trump says the things like he said this evening, that it sort of triggers his supporters to come out, and there are concerns about violence and, and angry uh, demonstrations here. I can tell you in Philadelphia, they're taking it very serious. They have police officers all across the center city wow. area here, and there are National Guard troops also on the ground. Meanwhile, the Biden campaign, they're just calling for calm as the count continues. And again, officials here in Pennsylvania seem to be pretty confident that they can go ahead and, and conclude the counting of the ballots uh, sometime tonight, or at least before midnight. We'll just simply have to see what happens. We're live in Philadelphia, reporting live, rather, for the Black News Channel. I'm Dre Clark in Philadelphia. That's a sad, that's a shame. All right, thanks, Dre. We will check that's back with you if there are any new developments. That's a shame. And bizarre goings on, uh, of course, in Washington, D.C. We just caught a few moments of uh, President uh, Trump's news conference where he is showing no signs of backing down, no signs of uh, offering a peaceful transition should he wind up losing the election uh, to uh, the vice president, former vice president, uh, Joe Biden. And joining me now uh, to talk about this and other matters involved with the election is uh, our uh, chief legal correspondent, Dr. Laura McNeil. Dr. Laura, I'd like to hear your reaction to what we just saw from the White House briefing room. You know, it was very surprising, to be honest with you. I am astonished uh, at the words that President Trump just used. He said that he wants to make sure that every legal, valid vote counts, which is what Pennsylvania, Georgia, and these battleground swing states are trying to do. And, and I think what's most troubling is seeing today how not one but two court, courts, both Michigan and Georgia, dismissed uh, the cases that the Trump campaign filed against them, alleging voter fraud. And because they said there was no evidence to support their claims. And so it's as if he's continuing to vow, as he has said consistently, to challenge every state where Biden wins, yet he has no evidence to support it. And the way that our court system is set up, you can't just make frivolous claims and assume that you're going to have some type of outcome, desired outcome. And so even with the case he just filed today with Nevada, where's the evidence? He said there are thousands of votes that are fraudulent, that votes such as people that are deceased and other people are voting in their names, but then when he has his day in court, there's no evidence. And so it's really troubling to me because he's undermining the integrity yes. of not only yes. our voting system, but our democracy yes. with no evidence to support yes. his claims. Well, we heard the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania the other day saying that the, the Trump campaign had already sued six previous times and already were 0 and 6. Is there any reason to think that in Michigan, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Nevada, uh, that that is Georgian? Is that going to change at all, in your opinion? Unless this surprise evidence that he says he has, he actually presents it in a court. I mean, he did have a small win in Michigan. Uh, they were challenging access to the voting process, meaning they wanted to be closer up to actually be able to see the ballots, they meaning members of the Trump campaign, so they can make sure that the names were legible and that, again, le only legal ballots were being counted. Uh, but the process has continued. And so what it seems like is he's just throwing darts, um, hoping something sticks. And this is not an effective legal strategy. Now, is it an effective political strategy? Well, that's a different question. Um, I think that this is allowing him from a political strategy perspective to be able to explain to his base in the event that he does not win that the election was compromised and essentially it was stolen from him. And that seems to be the prevailing theme in his actions, his legal actions, as well as the press conference he just did. Well, what can we expect moving ahead? And, and let's say for the sake of argument, uh, that President Trump does wind up losing to Vice President Biden. When are the legal challenges going to end here? 
Uh, thankfully, they will have to, and each state has a certain time frame where they have to certify the votes. Um, and it's different depending on the state and their state laws, but typically it's about two weeks maximum after Election Day. And so uh, this should all be wrapped up pretty soon. He will not be able to launch any challenges after then. But from a legal perspective, I want him to be able to launch challenges because it is important that our dem democratic process is not compromised. And if there is indeed voter fraud, by all means, we want to address that and make sure that our the winner of this presidential election is indeed uh, done in a fair way. But again, the process is showing us that he doesn't have any evidence and there's really no proof of voter fraud. And I think uh, the most shocking out of all the lawsuits he filed was the one against Georgia. He actually went through all the trouble to file a suit to challenge 53 ballots. 53 ballots is not going to make the difference on a Biden versus Trump win in the state of Georgia. It's a waste of resources, the court's resources and time. And so, again, shocking. I think we're going to see con continuous lawsuits being filed by him uh, unless he changes his evidence that he has to present, meaning actually present valid evidence. We're not going to see any influence on the outcome of this presidential election with his current legal strategy. You know what, Dr. Lohr, one of the things that stands out to me is what hasn't been said uh, by President Trump or his administration, and that's that things are taking a little longer because there's a little thing called COVID-19 out here you. that's forced everybody Thank to have you. to mail in, or not everybody, but many, many Americans to uh, mail in their vote. Exactly. Yes, that's you know, the thing. No compassion at all. That doesn't work to his advantage. I mean, this is a competition, and the majority of Democratic voters did use the mail-in voting system, and so it's to his advantage to stop the, the count. It's to his advantage to, to the greatest extent possible, prevent those mail-in ballots from being counted. And so um, it does not support his legal or political strategy to acknowledge the fact that we are in a pandemic. Pandemic, yes. And as a result, there is a larger percentage of mail-in ballots. They already said that, exactly. All right, exactly. Dr. Warren McNeil, BNC's chief legal correspondent. Wow. Thank you so much, as always, for your insights and information. Thank you. Wow. In New York City, demonstrators have been showing up on the streets as we still await a president to be named. Marches have been largely peaceful, but some violence did lead to a few arrests. Ashley Liotis is in Manhattan with the details. After a largely calm election night, protesters took to the streets of Manhattan on Wednesday, calling to count every vote. So today, we demand that every vote is counted. That's right. Hundreds of peaceful protesters demonstrated in New York City on Wednesday, largely calling for a full count That's of right. all ballots. That's right. We're here to say that every vote must be counted. That's right. And, uh, and, you know, the election should go through the real process and not be hijacked by his schemes to, um, to steal it. Unless the people stand up and make it clear that every vote has to count, the election will be stolen. And we can't allow this election to be stolen. It's too important. This country is living a nightmare. And unless we lift that nightmare, we're all going to suffer horribly. That's why I'm here today. Later into the evening, some violence broke out, according Ooh. to police. Reports of protesters clashing with police, some lighting trash on fire. The NYPD says officers arrested more than 20 people who attempted to hijack peaceful protests by lighting fires and throwing garbage. The NYPD has been saying for weeks that they are prepared to handle any incident in the coming days. The NYPD, as always, will facilitate any possible peaceful protest. But my message to anyone who wants to cause violence and destruction is don't even try it. We know who you are and you will be arrested. For anyone who plans to peacefully protest in the coming days, we are here for you, but we need your help too. Let those who are trying to cause chaos know they are not welcome. Don't let them steal your message. Separate from those agitators and we will deal with them. New York's finest is without a doubt fully prepared to keep our city safe as we move forward. More protests are planned for Thursday. Reporting in New York City for the Black News Channel, I'm Ashley Laotis. Coming up, another police-involved shooting, this time in Jacksonville, Florida. 
Those details and much more right after this quick break. Stay with us. This is BNC Prime. Wow. Well, every vote will be counted. And um, Trump, you just might as well go ahead and stop being a sole loser. And just go ahead and concede. Just wait. Wait your turn. You're making it worse. I mean... I, I really feel sorry for the pro, um the counters because how can you do your job when you got people standing over you? You know what I'm saying? That's just so immature. It's just sad. I'm sorry. That's sad. That's sad. People got to be going through this foolishness. Come on now, y'all ready? Come on, come on. Are y'all ready? Oh, I think I hear it. Come on, come on. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, I think it's a party going on, huh? All right, all right, all right. This is Dr. D coming to you live with the Boom Factor. And tomorrow, 7 p.m., come on and save the date. I will place the link on this in um this infomotion. I want you to come on and just be excited. We will be three years on the air, and I'm learning to celebrate everything that God has done. I am so happy. I am so happy, you guys. I am so happy. I never felt like this in a long, long time. And I thank God that I was able to see another day and just to be global with this radio program. And I just appreciate everybody that have taken their time out to listen to Dr. Dean Horantz. Listen to Dr. D share her heart. Listen to Dr. D in trials and tribulations. Listen to Dr. D with numerous testimonies, even from other individuals that have um, (laughs) have left messages and how they was encouraged. And I thank God for all of you that have encouraged me. You guys just don't know how y'all encourage me. Oh my goodness! So come on, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate tomorrow, November 7th, 7 p.m. Come on in your best retro outfit that you can find back in the 70s, in the 80s. We're going to do some throwback partying, and I'm telling you, we're going to have a good time, okay? A good time. I got some great surprises that we're going to do, and uh, you might say, well, how in the way we're going to have a virtual party? Well, my daughter hit me to it, and she said, my, y'all going to have fun if 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 you have right the right people, you know, because she did a birthday party and said, my, it really, really was fun. And so I said, well, you know what? I think I'm going to do that too because we are in the middle of a pandemic and it really kind of dampened some traveling that I had planned. But it's even better because, hey, now we can do it virtually and it's still going to travel. Isn't that something? You know, you just have to learn how to just move around and change when things happen. You got to improvise. You got to be innovative, you know. So I want you guys to come on and um save the date. Come on in and um just join the party. And uh we're not I'm not going to keep you long, but guess what? If we're going to have a good time, we're going to have a good time, all right? And I realized I had a Larry Boom Factor TV, the digital side, um it made 2 years old on the 4th. So, oh my goodness, I was like, I didn't even realize that I had did that like that, but I just thank God for memory, right? So we're going to be celebrating the radio station, we're going to be celebrate, uh, celebrating the, um, the Boom Factor TV, and I'm telling you, um, just come on and send me if you want me to, uh, I would love to add some excerpts, we're going to uh, see the top, just a lot of stuff, I'm not going to even say no more about it, but um, click the link, save it, and I will see you there. Why? Because. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Party. 
guys good morning good morning good morning good afternoon whatever your time zone is about right now it is 6 a.m um on this lovely lovely friday and i was just going through some emails and i see somebody has sent me this um program that they got going on changing the future outcome and it's literally giving you assets um at access to the CBD uh, products and opportunity for you to get it at a discount rate and you can literally sell it yourself. Um, People can go to your website, they can order it and they'll ship it and everything for you and you'll get 20% of the sales. And you know what's so exciting about this type of opportunity? You sign up for free. Whoa. Isn't that something? Sign up for free. Have your own website that they'll create for you. It's a sublink. And um, you share with your family and friends. And if they choose, they want to buy. Um, they have the CBD oil. They have the lotion. They have vitamins. Um, all sorts of health-issued products that you can buy yourself. And when you purchase it, you get a percentage of that purchase so the best thing that i have just done i just signed up i mean it's for free um it's free f-r-e-e ordering the products is not required to you to earn a 20 percent commission however if you choose to market this and make it part of your business not only that you get 20 percent commission you have an opportunity to um, increase your financial stability. They say here, um, by either ordering a minimum of $47, you also can qualify for the matrix and get unlevel pay. This allows you to get paid off the efforts of others in your team. So um, when you share this with your family and your friends and they begin to purchase the items, on here they have a combo pack a super gold pack uh three pack (laughs) then you could just buy just the joint and pain relief pack um that starts at 49 dollars and it goes all the way up to 299 dollars and 97 cents it's your choice though you don't have to um You're not obligated. Let me put it like that. Because some of them, you know, you have to buy so much every month or whatever. No, you're not obligated to share it. And if somebody buys something off your your website, you get 20% of that resources. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my God. So you just add up all them little $15 that at least you pass this over to 100 people. You got something nicely changing in your pocket. You could pay a bill. Come on now. So I'm going to put the link down underneath this description and just have some fun with it. It's free to sign up, no obligations. You read through it. What I did, I printed out the terms and the policies um, for myself to make me a folder, and I just put that right there, and, hey, eventually it'll be another stream of income for me. All right. I just want to share that with you. God bless you, and I will check you all out later. Ballots and other mail is now charged with delay or destruction of mail. Seven Eyewitness News reporting That's a federal offense. what led to the arrest and what authorities say they found in the man's car. It was 7.30 p.m. on election night when Customs and Border Protection officers say they stopped a U.S. postal worker near the Peace Bridge after getting off the 190 at the wrong exit. Customs and Border Protection officers did a sweep of his personal car. It was there investigators say they opened the trunk of Brandon Wilson's vehicle and found a postal carrier box with three absentee ballots sent to two Buffalo addresses from the Erie County Board of Elections, 106 political mailings, 220 first-class mailings, what? and 484 standard mailings. What? That's a total of 813 mail pieces that prosecutors say 
did not belong to Wilson. The first class letter mailings were supposed to go to zip codes in the Buffalo Cheektowaga border, with the majority going to 14215. In the criminal complaint, prosecutors say Wilson, who is from West Seneca, initially told officers the mailings were for him and his mother, but then said in September he estimated he placed mail from his delivery routes into his personal vehicle trunk on more than four occasions. Wilson said he intended to decrease the amount of mail in the trunk of his vehicle by placing a small amount into USPS missort containers in the morning before his shift began. But federal prosecutors say he hadn't placed any mail in the missort containers for three weeks. U.S. Whoa. Attorney Jamie Kennedy says this office is committed not only to ensuring the integrity of the mails, but also individuals' right to vote in a free and fair election. The criminal conduct with which this defendant is alleged to have engaged undermine both of those interests. Wow. The U.S. Postal Service tells me Wilson has been placed on emergency placement, which means he is out of work and has no access to the mail. This is pending the outcome of this criminal investigation. If convicted on the charges, he could spend five years in prison. Yeah, that's federal. Seneca, Hannah Bueller, 7 Eyewitness News. Wow, this is crazy with this mail stuff, huh? Man, this is crazy. This is really, really crazy. Look, more mail they finding. Lord have mercy. Here at home, a scandal at a post office on Long Island. A postal worker Long Island. under investigation tonight after 60 huge bags of undelivered mail were what? home. How long has this been going on? And more importantly, why? Lots of people want answers this evening. Eyewitness News reporter Michelle Charlesworth is live at the scene. Oh my goodness, they finding mail, y'all. Well, a United States Postal Service of, uh, official has confirmed to me that people in this area of Belmore had been complaining that their mail was being mishandled. He yep. also says this is an active investigation, no arrests, no charges. What he did is terrible. But when you mail something, you think... I think it's going where it's supposed to go, and I always mail things. Neighbors in Belmore are horrified by the volume of bags they Ooh. saw filled with mail that allegedly never was delivered. Post the mail in the post office. Post the mail to the customers. That's where it's supposed to go. It's not supposed to go in the shed. Neighbors also say from this second floor window, members of the fire department next door could see the man moving mysterious bags to a back shed. The Inspector General of the U.S. Postal Services confirms this is an active investigation, and people know this to be a sacred promise that in good faith, mail always gets delivered. The iconic unofficial motto comes to mind that neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays these couriers from their rounds. Oh, my God. Sorting mail? That's terrible, though. People's, like you said, pension, pension checks. checks. Yeah. Social Security, love letters, oh, could be family gosh. documents, wills, everything. Yes, yes, yes. People are anxious for this to be investigated. Yes. Investigators confirm that there have been complaints that mail in this area has been mishandled. So mail was not getting where it needed to go, and people were anxious about that. They were reporting that if someone were to be convicted of destroying or delaying mail, if they were convicted of that, they could get a fine or up to five years in prison or both. And that is the official word. Of course, it is also the official word that there are no arrests at this hour, no charges. This is still a very active investigation. Wow. Something of a scandal. Arrested today for throwing away mail, nearly 2,000 pieces of mail. And the headline here... 99 of the pieces were general election ballots from the Whoa. Hudson County Board of Elections. They were supposed to be delivered to residents in West Orange. One person responsible, almost, for the disappearance of dozens of votes. New Jersey reporter Tony Angel. The story she's live in federal court in Newark. Tony. 
you know, good afternoon. Like, like you said, uh, that discarded mail included those 99 ballots for the general election. And officials have told us that those ballots were sent out in the mail again. So now they are in the rightful hands of the voters who were supposed to get them in the first place. I'm going to step out of the way so you can see that dumpster there. It's one of two where the discarded mail from that same mail carrier was found. And here is a picture of that mail. Howard Dinger snapped this photo and posted it on social media. He came across it while he was making an unrelated delivery to a nearby bank. Postal investigators arrested mail carrier, 26-year-old Nicholas Beauchene of Kearney. He lives close to this location. He was in court this afternoon on charges involving throw, throwing away nearly 2,000 pieces of mail, some of it in a dumpster in West Orange. In fact, those general election ballots were for voters in West Orange, as you said. Our New Jersey crews spoke to Mr. Dinger about discovering all that tossed mail. At first it looked like, you know, junk mail, circulars and things like that. And then I flipped over a piece and I saw something that said uh, address correction, you know, that kind of thing, whatever, you know, when it's important mail thing. Uh, flipped through a few more pages. I saw something that said ballots on it. And at that point I knew it was serious. Well, that dump mail was found October 2nd and October 5th. Inspectors say the investigation concluded that Nicholas Beauchene was the only carrier who could have had that mail out for delivery on his route on those days. He could face uh, five and a half years in prison and more than a quarter million dollars in fines if he is convicted. Beauchene's bail this afternoon was set at $25,000, and right now federal prosecutors say it does not appear his actions were politically motivated you don't know that that's in new york y'all you don't know that i'm telling you people do anything for money you guys and the way um i just don't trust trump i'm sorry um the way this man automatically right how you know what to do six months or maybe a year before it happened, unless you got to start speaking on it and propagating and speaking in the airwaves and start changing the mindsets of individuals, right? And you don't know, hey, you go in these little rural areas and people is down for money. They need money and they say, look, we'll pay you three grand if you take and throw that mail away. Three grand just to throw it away? Damn, man, yeah, what you want me to do? And they so silly, they don't have no mask on, no disguise where they can't locate who it is. They going just throwing it away, not knowing they got cameras everywhere. They said that was October twentieth when they found that mail in New York. And it had vote and they had ballots in there. And the thing about it the the, the reporter says um the guy said they had change of address um um corrections because in August, they had a news flash where they were saying they were sending, like, right here in Houston, they had the same issue. That they were sending right here in Missouri City, the lady say they sent them a sample ballot. They sent them a sample ballot, and she had to call the clerk office to get a original ballot to be mailed to her. Now, how many other sample ballots that was sent to people, and they filled that thing out not knowing that was a sample ballot, was not the original ballot. You know, and their vote wasn't counted. You see, so I didn't watch enough movies, you guys, and I, I, I see between the lines. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no matter what's going on, hey, they are going to do whatever they can to make they plot work and if it's to buy somebody off throw out someone they don't care about you anyway they know at that time you need a little change and guess what they're going to give you that money and not even thinking about the consequences you see what i'm saying and so that was one of his targets was the mail-in ballots the mail-in ballots was the only thing that he had access to see he couldn't he he couldn't touch the polls but it was the ballots and so if he can go out in different cities, especially the key states that he need to win in, and walk, have somebody walk in the neighborhood and just scoping people out and say, you know what, that's a weak one over there. We can, we can get him. We can get him. We can influence that one. 
They have all kind of ways, you guys. They got all kind of ways to do what they need to do to cover their ass, period. And so that's all Trump was doing. He was covering his ass because he know that if he don't stay in that White House, when he come out that White House, he know he in trouble. So that's just how it is. And you got you got crooked people working with you. And they talk about the, the, the state's criminal and hiding criminals and releasing criminals. Well, y'all are bigger criminals. Y'all are bigger thieves of all in corporate America, in political realm. Y'all stealing money like this CARES Act. And I'm going to get off it because I need to clean my house. This CARES Act and the, the, the PPL or whatever, no small business had an opportunity to really benefit from that. Who they announced that got all the most of the money? The major companies. The major franchise companies. Not the middleman, not the small family mom and pop shop, not the ones that's in the strip malls, not the independent contractors and self-employed like myself. No, it was supposed to help us, but it didn't come it didn't trickle down to us like it was supposed to. You understand what I'm saying? So they have the influence, they have the power, and they have the money to make their lie work. That's all. So they went into those neighborhoods, and the the reason why they shot it to the top, because they already know they got a game plan. That's why he went on and went in. Trump, Trump said what he had to say, and he went on and played golf. You know why? Because he already know it's fixed. He fixed it. Ain't nobody trying to steal nothing. He fixed it. He fixed it. Now all of a sudden, what you find him? Oh, right after Biden, the after they announced that he is the president. Now all of a sudden, the reports coming out. Oh, somebody found mail in a dumpster. Oh, somebody found and it had ballots in it. Oh, look in this state. Why in these key states all of a sudden the ballots being found now? Come on, people, y'all better come on, wake up. This, 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 this is a devilish, devilish wall thing going on. And I still believe that Biden still, no matter what happens, Biden is still the president. Okay. So now, only thing it is now, the U.S. Postal Service, they're just going to have to change their regulations and be stricter because I, I can, I can, I can admit y'all that the Postal Service for the last three years has really, really been really, really, really pooped. Because you're waiting on mail. I stopped mailing my mail in certain areas because it wasn't getting to the people on time. People say they'll mail me stuff and I never got it. I sent stuff out. Never never received a confirmation. Call the people. They say they never got it. Or you don't get mail for almost three, four days and then the next week you got a whole gunk of mail in your mailbox. I said, well, damn, what happened? So they do have a glitch in the mail system. Sorry, they do. But during this time, they will do whatever it takes you guys to get where they want to go. They have this movie, March of Dimes. I'm surprised they don't even have that on, on Netflix. That was a really, really good movie. And it really, really opened up my understanding on how this political world works. What they'll do in the presidency, in the Senate, and in the House, and why they're fighting so hard to have them seats like now. The House seats, the Senate seats, you know what I'm saying? They're fighting so hard for that. If you can have a chance and get that movie, March of Dimes, it will open up your eyes and you really can see how an election is stolen or, or rigged and all the stuff that's happening that Trump say that's going on. Guess what? He was he was part of that movie. Because they're going to show you this how they do it. And that's how I can speak on it. They're going to do whatever they take, y'all. And even he, look, even he got to make his lie true. So why, how to make your lie true? You got to speak it ahead so it can already be in your supporters' minds. Because you already know they're weak. You already know they're going to listen to everything you're saying. All right? So that's going to be your rally. That's going to be your, your cheerleaders on the outside. So while they're cheering on the outside, you know, recount, stop the count, 
you know, voter fraud, all all this other stuff. Now with that, that's not voter fraud. That just that's that's an issue. That's a male. That's male suppression. Okay, so you can't categorize that as voter fraud. When they somebody dumping the mail, they don't have nothing to do with the election, even though the election balance was in the mail. You see, so that's just my thought on that right now. And let me get to work. I need to get to work. I need to get to work. But yeah, that's that is crazy, man. That's like whoa. And now the reports coming in. Just think about it. Why all of a sudden now the reports coming in? Now, the other day it said October 20th, but we just hearing about it. Now I'm popping up. Oh, in Kansas. Oh, in New York. Guess what, you guys? Right here in Houston, they found a whole bunch of mail in Southwest Houston. A whole bunch of mail dumped. Dumped. So guess what? They, they, they paid somebody to do all this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This was a strategic move. That that campaign did, and that's why they're so confident. They're so confident. They say, "Yeah, we're gonna, we got them. We we going to the courts, and we're gonna prove." They say we don't have proof. We have proof. Yeah, I guess so. You have proof if you did it. <laughs> of course, you're gonna have proof because you set it all up. You set it all up. You see, they're the real corporate. You set it all up. You provided your own proof because you got it done. You paid individuals to do the things that they did, and this is it. All right, you guys. That's my thoughts. God bless you.